I just wanted to talk a little more about what we've been looking at today. So uh, we looked at a parable that Jesus told about someone that cared more about his outside than his inside. And that comes down to this moment when God rescued his people from Egypt. He wanted to uh, um, show them a couple of things. And, and one of the things that he did was give them uh, a, a marvelous list of rules that would help them, that they needed to keep. And each and every rule that way were given uh, had two objects in mind. Firstly, these incredible list of rules that you will find near the beginning of your Bibles, they were to show how amazing and perfect, pure, holy and incredible God was. These list of rules just showed how high and mighty uh, God was who'd rescued them from Egypt. And secondly, it showed the people that ultimately we have damaged hearts. We keep making the wrong decisions. These rules expose the fact that we are not as good as we think we are. And this separates us from our uh, friendship with God. And every time a rule was broken, it showed how great God was and how messed up people are and how much we need help. And when God took on flesh, when Jesus walked the earth 2,000 years ago, when he walked amongst men and women and children, he showed these two things again. He showed how wonderful and loving and high and lifted up God was, and he also showed how messed up people were, how we are so good at making wrong decisions. And wonderfully, he added to that picture. He showed that it was possible only for him to fix that relationship, that he'd come to make us friends with God again when everything we do distances ourselves from him. And as Jesus walked about with this incredible news that he was going to fix our relationship with God, there was religious people all around who couldn't deal with this new information. They didn't like this Jesus coming in and adding to what was already there. They didn't realise that the rules keeping that they were obsessed with didn't even begin to touch the chaos that is in everybody's heart. Looking religious is useless. It doesn't do you any good. And by concentrating on the outside, by concentrating on what other people see, we make the mess worse inside. And the story I read up earlier was an invitation to stop wanting to look religious, to stop wanting to look clean and healthy on the outside, but to care about what's going on the inside. It's an invitation to want to sound loving rather than look good. Now this all starts, as many of us know, when we accept Jesus as our saviour. When we realise that we just can't keep the rules, that we're not good enough to tick all the boxes God needs ticked. When we realise that Jesus died for our messiness 
that is this launching pad for something amazing and beautiful and new. Because when a believer looks at their inner being, the Holy Spirit helps them see what stuff in their lives is bad, what is messy, what is chaotic, what is horrible. And the Holy Spirit teases out all the hate, all the envy, all the unforgiveness, all the selfishness, all the arrogance, all the lies. Someone without the Holy Spirit just doesn't, isn't able to do that. But with it, you're able to highlight these things and have a hope of getting rid of them. Now, you can't tell whether someone has done this by if they come to, on a Sunday morning. Your presence here does nothing for your uh, salvation, for your heart, for the messiness in your soul. No amount of giving, no amount of looking presentable, no amount of these things makes you clean before God. But you can tell whether someone is a believer by the words they use, the language they use. You can tell whether a believer has let God's wonderful spirit do his work in their hearts by the words they use by the sentences they use, by the phrases they use, by the paragraphs that come out of their mouths. You can tell a believer by when you sit beside them what they say. When you sit uh, alongside a believer, someone that loves Jesus, that has allowed the Holy Spirit to touch their inner being, their language should be full of joy rather than despair. Their language should be full of godly wisdom rather than foolishness and ignorance. They should speak the truth rather than lies. They should be sincere rather than putting on a mask. They should uh, love meaning and hope. And they should have faith and belief in their heart. But most of all, you can tell a believer by the love in their language by the love in their sentences, by love in their paragraphs. And so you have only two questions to answer as I close this morning. Do you realise you're in a mess and you need God as your heavenly father? Do you realise you're in a mess and need Jesus to save you? Do you realise you're in a mess and need to confess Jesus uh, as your redeemer? And the second question is, are you working on looking religious, on looking like you're doing the right things, or are you doing the much better thing by letting God's Holy Spirit work on your inner self? Are you letting the Holy Spirit touch your language and your heart so that when people sit next to you, they hear good things out of your mouth, things that uplift them, things that point them to truth and goodness and love and light. And so as we finish and we close, and some of you try and find the last words in the word search and colour in the last bits uh, of the uh, colouring in sheet, I want you to think about the words you use amongst each other here. 
You're in a safe space here. This is where you uh, practice at being loving, where you work at being kind, where you uh, try uh, to allow hate and unforgiveness uh, fade away and for devotion and kindness and patience come to the fore. And let me encourage you uh, as we go for tea and coffee and uh, uh, whatever else that we do, let the Holy Spirit guide your word so that people know that uh, you love Jesus and the Holy Spirit's worked in you and uh, that you have love in your heart. If you close uh, your eyes and bow your heads, I'll close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Jesus, that you died for us. We thank you that by trusting in you, we can know our Heavenly Father and have that amazing relationship with him that we have always intended to have. God, I pray that none of us would uh, be satisfied with trying to look religious, that we wouldn't just look to be clean on the inside, that we wouldn't be obsessed with appearances, but, Lord God, that we would let you work in our hearts. Holy Spirit, I pray for each person here that knows you. May uh, you have uh, room and time and space to change our language, to change uh, what we say, to change the subjects we dwell on. And, uh, Heavenly Father, uh, I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.